Hey, Sarah Jane here with episode four of Science, Solutions, and Sprinkles. Today, my topic is kind of sad. So I wanted to discuss the Rainbow Bridge and really death and dying. Uh, This is an interesting topic that's really at the forefront for me at the moment. My beloved Chewie passed away yesterday and kind of got me thinking more about death in the past couple of years. I've thought about it more as I've lost my grandparents and I'll talk a little bit about, excuse me, I'll talk a little bit about that as well. But I really wanted to talk about why do we euthanize animals but we do hospice for humans? So I was thinking about this and discussing this with my other half and it's not real clear to me why we make that decision for our animals. Really for me, the issue is who am I to make that decision? So there's a big controversy with this, whether we're talking about assisted suicide, in some states that's actually considered homicide. I've never had to, I've only had to euthanize one dog in my lifetime of owning dogs. Chewy was really my first dog and we didn't euthanize him. He passed on his own from injuries. But the one time I did have to euthanize a dog, it was Stellar, and he had had a heat stroke, and he wasn't good, and the vet actually came to our home in order to do this, and this was after probably 24 hours or more after his heat stroke, so he was really stressed out, and he wasn't going to recover. We had confirmed he wasn't going to recover, but I still feel a lot of times, who am I to make that decision for my animal? If they're still fighting for their life, why do I relieve them? Why is it my position to put them out of their misery. All of my other dogs that have passed have passed from injury or illness on their own. Um, One really instantly, one, uh, we knew something was wrong. We didn't know how wrong until he was gone. I think about dogs a little bit differently, obviously, than humans. We all do. Um, But I still don't understand the idea of euthanasia, why we we put down animals, uh, whether it be dogs or horses or whatever it is that we put them out of their misery. When my grandpa Ammon passed, uh, he actually stopped eating. So he was in hospice care. He actually stopped eating and that's how he died. Who knows how long, much longer he would have lived, confined to bed, not able to breathe real well if he wouldn't have stopped eating. So he made the decision and it was still a slow and painful way to go. My other grandpa uh, really wanted to be in his home, but passed away in elder in a in a care facility. Um, his home he rarely left during his life. It was because of a hospitalization in I would say September that he ended up in this home. He was scheduled to be able to go to his home and have hospice care, but he passed before he got home and heart failure. So he didn't really get to make the decision of where he wanted to go and when he wanted to go. I feel like if he would have gotten home, he would have passed, but we'll never know because he passed before he got home. My other grandma that has passed, passed also in her home, likely from an infection, but she still was very aware of herself and until the final days. And again, None of these, all these people were put on hospice. None of them, uh, the decision was made for them. Well, my grandpa, one grandpa who decided to stop eating, he, how do I say this? He decided for himself when it was time to go. Uh, 
my Chewy passed away, as I mentioned yesterday, and we wanted to give him time to recover from his injuries. He's accidentally run over um, and kind of drug, and he's old, so he laid under the truck, place he shouldn't have been. Um, but just uh, probably two years ago, he had jumped off of our porch, which is about a 15-foot drop. And we didn't think that he was going to make it from that. I really didn't think that he was going to recover. And he lived two years after that. We actually carried him around on a wagon for about two weeks he was down. And with this most recent injury, he was up and moving around. He was very labored breathing and we knew he wasn't doing well. But I also didn't feel right putting him down because I'd seen him come back from another injury before. So that was my personal decision. Um... And I really think people need to do what feels right to them. I recently uh, know a person that's close to me that euthanized a horse. And the horse didn't seem like they had that much wrong with them, at least from my perspective. And it wasn't convenient for them, so they had them euthanized. I am not sure the logic, and I don't know if logic can really be applied in these situations, but I think that's Sometimes we tend to euthanize too quickly. I'm very thankful that Chewy was able to pass on his own uh, about 24 hours from the initial trauma. Um, and I'm glad I was able to spend those final hours with him also without the trauma of taking him into the vet to be assessed or to be euthanized. Farmers typically will shoot a dog if if they're injured or if they're not doing their job right, maybe they kill chickens or whatever, farmers just go out and shoot their dogs. They don't even euthanize them. And I'm not saying that's right, but I still don't understand how humans value life to where we euthanize things. Shelters, animal shelters euthanize at alarming rates. Um, I just, I just really dealing with this idea of why do we euthanize animals, but we do hospice for humans. And the reason I titled this The Rainbow Bridge is because I, I posted on social media yesterday that Chewy crossed the Rainbow Bridge. Then I was kind of curious what that, what the actual Rainbow Bridge is, what that means. You know, I have an idea of what it means in my mind. But when I looked it up, it's actually a poem, a story, if you will, that talks about where your dog is in heaven. Because I've heard this term about the Rainbow Bridge a lot of times. And there's many iterations, but I'm going to read one right now. Just this side of heaven is a place called Rainbow Bridge. When an animal dies that has been especially close to someone here, that pet goes to Rainbow Bridge. There are meadows and hills for all of our special friends so they can run and play together. There is plenty of food, water and sunshine, and our friends are warm and comfortable. All the animals who had been ill and old are restored to health and vigor. Those who were hurt or maimed are made whole and strong again, just as re we remember them in our dreams of days and times gone by. The animals are happy and content, except for one small thing. They each miss someone very special to them who had to be left behind. They all run and play together, but the day comes when one suddenly stops and looks into the distance. His bright eyes are intent. His eager body quivers. Suddenly, he begins to run from the group. Flying over the green grass, his legs carry him faster and faster. You have been spotted. And when your special friend 
and you finally meet, you cling together in joyous reunion, never to be parted again. The happy kisses rain upon your face, your hands again caress the beloved head, and you look once more into the trusting eyes of your pet, so long gone from your life, but never absent from your heart. Then you cross the rainbow bridge together. So I guess that's the end of the poem, but I think that it means that we are, our pets are waiting for us in this rainbow bridge area or this place where when we pass, we will join them. And I think it's an interesting and comforting thing for people to think about their animals restored and choosing how to remember your animal or choosing how to remember your pet. So I get to choose how I remember my chow chow. I'm not going to remember him for what he was the past 24 hours in pain and labored breathing and all of those things. I'm going to remember him for being the grumpy, goofy, aloof chow chow that he was. He was a ever present thing for me the last 14 years and he loved car rides when he was younger riding on the center console he was raised in our jeeps but the the power here is I get to choose how I remember my chewy I get to choose how I remember my grandparents and I remember them as they were in life and not how they were at the end my final opinion on this death and dying is to do you, to do what feels right. Some people hear that I didn't euthanize my dog after they heard that he got ran over, but I really wouldn't have felt right making him go through the trauma of the ride to the vet and putting him down and not knowing if he would have recovered. The way things went were right for me. So if you're ever faced with this decision, I I want you to do what's right for you and what feels right for you. And Another thing I just really want to say is to choose how you remember. I choose how to remember all my animals, and I just want to mention some of them there. I had some cats, Duncan and Moose growing up, and then Odie. And uh, one dog that I had to euthanize with my boyfriend was Stellar. And then Bear and Ninja and Buddy have all passed in the past couple of years. And I get to choose how I remember them. I get to remember their spirit and how happy they were. And they really are always with me. If you want to see some beautiful pictures of my Chewy, I posted a bunch on Instagram. He really was a very handsome dog, a German Shepherd Chow mix with a gorgeous purple tongue. My Instagram handle is at sarahjane007. And as always, you can connect with me through Websites Managed. You can shoot me an email. Maybe you have an opinion on this matter. Maybe you just want to share some loss that you have also experienced. Or maybe you just have another topic of discussion that I can have. But this has been episode four of Science, Solutions, and Sprinkles, talking about the Rainbow Bridge.